Right, troll two, three men. Oh god, okay. Yep, obviously none, just none at all. But yeah. but <laughs> oh. there is a two man, <gasps> which I'm very thrilled about. Oh my gosh, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, it's troll number three. No, well, actually, kind <laughs> of. Lee. It's Mich- <laughs> Jet Lee. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well done for the one. It's Michelle Abrams. Okay. And she played the beautiful woman in Grandpa's story at the beginning with all the freckles and the blonde hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be a troll and killed um, Strudel Peter or whatever his name was. Strudel Peter, yeah. Um, so she's an actor. Yeah, she's an actor, actually, not just a dental hygienist or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so that's the amount of exposure to Troll 2 your career can survive without becoming irradiated. <laughs> um, because she has 16 acting credits, Ooh. including Junior. Oh. <gasps> she played one of the waiting room women who indulged crazy Arnold Schwarzenegger in his delusions. They no think. way. No wonder <laughs> yeah. I loved her so much. <laughs> she was wearing the lead apron of Troll 2. <laughs> that dentist guy could only dream of getting that close to Arnie's pregnancy bump. <laughs> his teeth, though. Forget about it. <laughs> Sugar. I went into the Congo to please you. <laughs> it did please me. Oh, good. You know, you said you'd do anything for love. You wouldn't do that. But luckily that didn't include not going into the Congo. <laughs> <laughs> We're into regular episodes for a brief moment in time. Ooh. And time. Yeah, sure. Uh, for a brief moment. And this time, I figured we might specifically set out to try and find some of those so bad they're good movies we've always found to f- failed to find. Oh god, this is this is a present. This is like a gift to me after two hundred and <laughs> what fifty episodes of service. So where better to start our quest than with the nineties, and specifically yeah. Frank Marshall's nineteen ninety five adaptation of Michael Crichton's novel Congo. Yeah. In the race for the world's most advanced communications technology, a shocking discovery has been made. It will take two young scientists into the heart of the African jungle. Where a secret hidden for 2,000 years holds the key to the future. Congo, where you are the endangered species. I I don't know why, I just expect you to say Troll 2 again. (laughs) Michael Crichton's Troll (laughs) 2. This movie struggled to get made from 1979 onwards. Oh. Uh, it originally fell apart when Crichton learned that he wouldn't be allowed to use a real gorilla in the movie, which seems petty, but it is demonstrably important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not according to one of my quickfires. Oh, shit. Uh, it was, however, offered to Steven Spielberg and John Carpenter Ooh. before it went into uh, development hell for over 10 years. No. That'll do that. Need a jingle for that. Let's let's see you try and get this movie made without me. And then 10 years later. <laughs> oh. I don't need you. Uh, critic, critics responded to it like a singing monkey, which is to say that one guy loves it, but everyone else looks bored. <laughs> one guy's never seen a singing monkey before. <laughs> he was so happy about it. Singing, signing. God damn it. Uh, I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> Fuck me. At no point in this movie does Amy sing. But so jaded are we as a, as a species that we would be bored by a singing monkey. Yeah, like, well, we would be. We've, we've seen that in CGI. <laughs> Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars. Oh, did he? Sentimental fuck. (laughs) And he said that the result is not a movie that is very good exactly, but it's entertaining and funny. False sophisticates will scorn it. Real sophisticates will relish it. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm any kind of sophisticate, so I don't know where that leaves me. I could only aspire to being a false one. Well, put away your balls and we'll... Talk. Yeah, get those away and you might be able to start this journey into falsehood <laughs> and then faking it till you make it, sophisticate wise. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Stop picking your butt. Kids. <laughs> That's my new slogan. I'm hoping it'll really take off. Public, meanwhile, liked it like a big fat frog. Look at it. Aw. Aw, that's great. Frog. Fucking idiot. I-, I really did want Amy to just, like, eat it in three bites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to show that maybe we're misunderstanding her, her moments. <laughs> Oh, God. Not a comedy. (laughs) Uh, Lantfer Yates over on Google says, An overall good movie, although you have to remember it is from the 90s. 
very important, Paul. <laughs> and I wish people would remember that about me as well. There, there are times when I've gone away and I've enjoyed something, and then I've, of course, remembered that it was from the 90s, and <laughs> you have to take a week off after that. You can't oh, come back it. from that kind of humiliation. It, it's it's, it's going to define almost everything about the DNA of that particular thing. Okay, <laughs> let's get into some three-man, because we've got a few. Oh, boy. We have got E.J. Callahan, mm. who in this plays Pilot. Mm. He was in Wild Wild West as the guy that Will Smith uh, does a fancy gun point at. Does a fuck on. Give me your gun, boy. And he's like, oh, that gun? How about this gun? Oh, oh yeah. He had, a, he had second gun. Oh, double gun. You didn't see that coming. Uh, and he was also in, in Inspector Gadget as Hot Dog Vendor, which uh, was the same year. So it's a, <laughs> a diverse set of... Uh, yeah. Give me your gun, there. he said. <laughs> oh, boy, how about this? <laughs> And he murders him. He murders him outright. <laughs> Just run, run if you see Inspector Gadget coming. If you see EJ Callahan. <laughs> uh, we have got Kevin Grievo, Ooh. who in this played Roadblock Officer. He was in Steel, and you might remember him as the henchman with an awesome voice. Um, oh, He was in there, and he is great. He had like, oh. a ridiculously deep voice. But we're ready to start showing off your weapons. Uh, okay. Great. <laughs> And he was in Batman Forever as Harvey's Fug. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> Remember him. Remember that guy. Uh, but of course, our most significant three men is Mr. Delroy Lindo. Yes, I was hoping. Or uh, yes, expecting. Who in, this, <laughs> who in this plays Delroy Lindo. Uh, <laughs> was also in, of course, Point Break and The One. Of course. Of course he was. <laughs> yeah. And in this is my favorite bit of the movie. <laughs> Uh, und- undeniably. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free, yo. Films are shit, mate. Uh, we also have a foreman, Peter Jason, who played Mr. Janus. That clown. That is. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he was in Ghosts of Mars as McSims. That clown. Oh. And he was in Mommy Dearest as Pepsi Executive Number Four. A credit I remember reading out when he became a three-man. <laughs> And he was in Surviving Christmas as one of the suits who was terrified by Ben Affleck. Rightly so. Rightly so. Who was he in this? Sorry, Mr. Janus. Mr. Janus. Janus. <laughs> Mr. Janus Aldrin. Take that, Soul Reaver fans. <laughs> Ouch, probably. <laughs> Something at last. Yeah. I'd... Acknowledgement. I don't know who the fuck Mr. Janus is, but... Oh, no, well. I did some research. It's very hard to find out. Anyway, the film has 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, yep. 22 on Metacritic, yep. so it's consistent, and made three times its budget. Ooh, okay. <laughs> no. So, Paul, you highly intelligent ape. I'll be human later! <laughs> oh, fuck, you keep saying that. It never materialises. <laughs> Who knows when later it's going to be? That's why I always say. What's one thing about this movie that made you want to heavily invest in a guy who looks like Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> well, Paul, there's a French sign in this very early on, and I just what a disgusting move. There's a what sign? Oh, there was a French sign. Ugh. They're in Africa and there's a sign in French and it's just, for oh, fuck's Christ. sake. Ugh. They lure you in with the Lion King music and then French. <laughs> you don't expect it and you brought your kids here and it's just not appropriate. I brought the, I brought the kids though, Stoll, <laughs> to the showing of Congo 1995. <laughs> and, some, and now he just wants to be back with Christopher Lambert again. It's a <laughs> terrible experience for him. And for us, so... Let's let's dive into the Congo. Yes, please. Woo-hoo! But not really like these people did the fucking idiots. <laughs> well, we get gorgeous mystical shots of Africa and then Calibri font yeah. for the main credits. <laughs> wow, so exotic. <laughs> Cal- um, Calibri was always the like the coup de grace on a on a word doc. <laughs> that was this was the movie that invented it. Oh my god, why didn't they call it Congo? Or they could have just called it Laura Linney. Yeah, Laura Linney's font that she carves out of rock with a laser. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent guy, Bruce Campbell, is in the jungle of all places. Oh, fuck, was that Bruce Campbell? Well, Eureka and all that. I found the bloody thing. What was that? That was about the usual. This whole place does the shimmy. How's the volcano? Uh, acting very much like a volcano, thank you very much. Yeah. Christ. Don't, you're going to be doing that a few times in this, mate. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully He's... not. I'll, I'll let you know if I, if I got it before. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> He's managed to find the right volcano out of seven. Wow. That's seven. What are the odds? One in seven. <laughs> One in seven is still pretty... <laughs> that's quite pretty unlikely. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite unlikely. Bad. Think of all the things in your life, listeners at home, that are a one in seven chance of happening, and then decide which one of them, which one of those actually happened. 
Almost none. I'm sure you'll agree. Or roughly one in seven. Yeah. They're off to diamonds so that they can power their lasers. It's the future of science. <laughs> it's, the, it's the future of telecommunications. Campbell's best friend, who is actual young John Hawkes. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> John Hawkes from Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and Martha May, Marcy May, Marley, Marlene cool. May. Cool. <laughs> who is he in those? I could say that. I used to be able to say this. Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene, he is the cult leader, and in Three Billboards, he is her ex-husband who hilariously goes to take a bite out of a sandwich once. Oh. Yeah. What, is he the guy from Deadwood? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. This and more thrilling exchanges await you in one good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's John Hawks. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's really excited. Oh, because in the middle of the jungle, he's found another bit of jungle. Oh my god, that's the last uh -uh. thing you'd expect. <laughs> then he gets an eye out, and Campbell gets edited to death. <laughs> His worst nightmare. Um, but they were being funded by someone they're in communication with, the bad guys back at Laser Corp, with their <laughs> CEO, the bad guy from that one Bond film. Oh, I recognise yeah. him, but from other things that I didn't bother to check out. <laughs> Yeah, it's just because... he was he was around in the nineties, I think. Yeah, but I was yeah. taken back aback, Paul, by the the beauty of the command center in this company, <laughs> um, the lawnmower man nineties esque uh, vibes <laughs> of this command center. Not the first, not the only time lawnmower man's going to get mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's here just in time to see some surprising gore, I would say, for a family film. Yeah, and he takes the opportunity and the frustration to destroy a TV he's always hated. <laughs> The wife had me put it in. <laughs> Fucking hate that television. <laughs> Love that wife, though. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, that thing's getting smashed. So Laura Linney's here. Yeah. She works for a Laser Corp. And um, he says to her, uh, that was her, Bruce Campbell is her ex-husband, fiance, I think. Yeah. So Linney, you're too personally involved in all this. So get down there. Yeah. Quickly. Okay. Okay. You'll have all the you'll have all the resources you need. Oh, can you get me a private plane out there? No, just find an exhibition to tag along yeah. with. Here's a sack led of by... money as if I did that. <laughs> but I'm not doing that. <laughs> Try and find an exhibition being led by someone relatable. Someone Gutenberg-esque. And failing that, she... <laughs> she comes across not Kurt Russell, who is a <laughs> um who's an ape, a gorilla scientist. Um yes, I'm an ape scientist. Yeah, but this is a gorilla. <laughs> oh. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking no, mate. <laughs> Jesus, get out of my office. <laughs> yes, he and the comic relief guy from True Lies are um, oh, yeah. lawnmower, lawnmower manning a monkey came, no, called Amy. Yeah. yeah. Um, a, so a sociopath monkey called Amy. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they're, they're, they're showing with um, special wires and doodads. Yep. They can have her sign language be read uh, <laughs> aloud for people who can never be bothered to learn sign language to understand. <laughs> By passing incredibly strong currents through her brain and, her, and genitals, we're able to get her to um, produce noise as she signs. It really is a miracle. <laughs> reducing her life drastically. <laughs> Everyone applauds. Well, speaking of reducing your life um, drastically, at one such show where he's exhibiting this, Tim Curry is here fondling a ring. Oh no, fondling his ring. Fondling his ring, which naturally gives Amy a nightmare. <laughs> and, and all of us. Um, even better than that, he's not playing an English or American person in this, Yay. everyone. He's Romanian. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but old-style Romanian. I will pay for Amy to go home. And who are you, sir? Herkema Homolka, formerly of Romania. Free now of the chains of Ceausescu, traveling the world doing good. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> he's playing... Yes, Count Explorer Man. <laughs> yes, Amy has a nightmare, and hang on a minute, she's been painting a bunch of trees, almost like a public park. Yeah. Or the jungle, I yeah. guess. She, well, also, she's whatever. been saying jungle quite a lot lately, so yeah. maybe we should maybe we should get her to a, a jungle. Yeah. Any jungle? No, I've got a very specific idea in mind of what <laughs> jungle we should be returning her to. Cut to an explosion. <laughs> yeah, they're planning to go to the Congo. Um, the Congo! <laughs> The most welcoming <laughs> jungle on earth. <laughs> yep, and t Tim Curry and Laura Linney get involved. Yeah. Uh, they both give reasons, but we both we know they're both lying because we saw Linney in the intro, and the other is Tim Curry. So, yeah. <laughs> so what do you Who fucking expect? Fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he might have ulterior motives. That's nothing. That's yeah. a nothing thing to say about Tim Curry. This is m ulterior motives, man. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> I'm disingenuous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's terrier. He's exterior motive um 
Yeah, so uh, Laura Linney and not yeah. Kurt Russell hate each other uh, unreasonably. Yeah. And um, Oh, no. Well, he's a scientist, and she's a, also a scientist, but she's doing it for mercantile gains. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, she's a laser scientist, and that's that's yeah. just a different speed. Yeah. You fly out to the Congo in a plane flown by Jimmy Buffett, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read Jesus. that bit. Um, it'd be nice if but, I recognised him, but I genuinely know nothing of his work. No, absolutely nothing. Or his face, clearly. <laughs> Nothing of his face, not even a little bit, not even the highlights. So everything I know about Jimmy Buffett, I learned through the McElroys, which is basically yeah. his name is Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> and then he likes boat drinks. Yeah, which is unfortunate because he's on a plane. So they land in the Congo and they are greeted by a very familiar voice. And I think to myself, <laughs> huh, this is going to be Cipher from the Matrix or John Lovitz, and I don't know which one I want it to be more. <laughs> Whoa, a talking gorilla! I feel the money hands on the back of my neck going woo woo woo. <laughs> Hello. I, I of course, <laughs> I of course knew it was uh, Cipher from the Matrix, and uh, I spent the next seven minutes just experimenting with syllables to try and remember what his surname was. <laughs> it's it's Joe, it's it's Joe or John. <laughs> just end it there, mate. You're Both just... the same name. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's something like Amlomliano and uh, Pantoliano. Yeah, Pantoliano. Love it. That's yep, him. He's here for a very brief moment. Uncredited, but he's here. We got you. We fucking got you, son. He hands over to Ernie Hudson, who shows up to remind everyone how criminally underused he was in the 90s. Yeah. Monroe Kelly, I'm your great white hunter for this trip, though I happen to be black. How bad is this news for us? Well, whenever the leadership of one of these little central African countries comes into question, they tend to just murder everybody. What a fucking beautiful, beautiful boy he is. I know, Jesus Christ, you're going to be hearing a lot about him when I get to quick firing. Oh, um, it turns out that Uganda, where they've landed, is currently Grand Theft Auto rules. <laughs> they just take a fucking car. <laughs> Hold up an army man. <laughs> Give us your car, mate. All right. Hang on, I've got a gun too. Yeah, but mine's bigger. I am Ernie Hudson. All right. <laughs> Shit, you don't even need the gun. They they don't last very long, though. They get picked up by the police and taken to Delroy Lindo, <laughs> uh, who feels very strongly about cake. Mr. Homoka, oh, stop eating my sesame cake. Stop eating my sesame cake! Yes, he does. He's, he's, a, be- <laughs> he really he's does. a beautiful, horrible, threatening man. And uh, he's in this movie. He's in this movie. You can't deny that he is. And he outs Linny as a corporate stooge, but fortunately, the audience surrogate guy isn't here. He will very rarely be here. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely don't know how much he knows by the end of this movie. I think maybe he just still thinks that all of this was a, a very bold and impassioned attempt to get um, Amy the gorilla a new home. Yeah, like they're at the point, well, they get to the point at the end of the movie where it doesn't really matter if, if he figures it out or not. <laughs> He probably saw her with a laser, but that could have been anyone's laser. <laughs> Maybe just found a laser. That's fine. Yeah. Everybody except Pantaleone gets on a plane yeah. to Zaire. Yeah. Uh, but the scheduled rockets arrive early. Oh, oh Africa. Huh. What a terrible and dangerous place that continent is. Just keep to a timetable, please. L- Lenny luckily determines... Lenny lucky luckily Lenny. <laughs> Lucky Lenny t- determines which rocket is actually going to hit them and shoots it with a flare gun. Yeah. It's a very, very impressive feat that is then repeated twice immediately after, so... <laughs> With, with not that hard. With her and Ernie Hudson uh, without exchanging yeah. a word. <laughs> oh, that's what we're doing? Great. Yeah, perfect. I'll take this one, he said to no one. And uh, yeah, look, you, you can't... That'd be great if they both shot at the same one and yeah. the other one just wiped them out. And they just look at each other and say, worth it. We couldn't, we couldn't <laughs> say because there's nothing... It's not cool in that. When, there's no way we're going to fuck by the end of the movie if we're not if we're exchanging words like that. What's that? <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Oh, God. They did in my mind. <laughs> the end credits is announced by the sound of zippers. <laughs> so everybody's stunt trouble and a re- an even more rubbish toy of Amy jump out of the plane um, before it gets hit by that last rocket. Yeah. There's a... Yeah. Goodbye, Jimmy Buffett. Which finally just... Dist- yeah, fuck Jimmy Bucket. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jimmy Bucket. Because, uh, yeah, Jimmy Buffett is, is by far the superior version of whatever it is Jimmy Buffett does. You ever heard boat drunks? It's dreadful. <laughs> boat drunk. Boat drunks. So, Professor Gutenberg uh, decides that he may be in over his head. It's not Steve Gutenberg, everyone. Yeah. No, no one is. So, he decides that he may be in over his head as he cleans some shrapnel out of his hair. <laughs> but no time to think about that because, uh, I know, he's a fucking idiot. He doesn't have any, like, <laughs> it's at this point in the movie where, um, they're, they're, yeah, he's talking about like the, the paintings that Amy's drawing and uh, yeah. he's asked about the ovals that are in the, in the paintings. Mm. 
And he's like, I don't, I don't know, shape she likes, something like that. <laughs> oh, science. science. <laughs> that scientific mind. Also, in conclusive studies, I can say that she likes circles. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because... Or something, I don't know. I don't mind with care. balls, I guess. But speaking of balls, <laughs> Gutenberg has a leech on his. Oh, what? Which everybody enjoys a lot for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> But enough you, you've of... got it because he's he's ins- insufferable, Paul. <laughs> he's a real, you know. Yeah. Look, enough of Steve Gutenberg and his hilarious maladies. We've got <laughs> some wacky locals who have shown up with their hilarious customs. Yeah. I just feel really uncomfortable watching this. Yay. Scene, Paul. Um, <laughs> well, feel less uncomfortable because John Hawks is here. He's still alive. Oh, thank Christ. And even though they've just been chanting at him, he somehow managed to stay alive for the last week. <laughs> he sees the rubbish Amy prop and then dies of fright. Yeah. He really did, and he and he died without me realizing it was John Hawks. So, oh no, he didn't even get to live to see you realize that. It's a real tragedy. Tragedy. <laughs> the movie finally gives Tim Curry some more dialogue, and he <laughs> explains that he's actually after a lost city. Yes, the, what the city of Zinge. Mister Hamoka here was part of a disastrous expedition about what five years ago. Please, I would prefer you not to. They were looking for a city called Zinge. Zinge, yeah, Jin or something like yeah. that, and the monkey knows where it is. God, is 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 that what it was in the book? Because that's a stupid name. <laughs> or, or if they like, if it is Zinge, they should have maybe had them try to pronounce it in a more like foreign way. Yeah, so that it rhymes less with Minge. Yeah, I do agree. Or just sounds less like a stupid made-up word for idiots. <laughs> the, the lost city of gl- Glunge. The problem is they do make reference to Solomon's mines, which is real and not just the book that introduces Alan Quaterman. Yes gonna say yes yeah, maybe look if any of you know anything about victorian literature you've got to stop listening to this Please. it's not going to do you any good genuinely by the end of this you'll have forgotten at least one uh, robert louis stevenson yeah but you might have forgotten some elizabeth gaskell as well which will only be a benefit <laughs> he did most of his work in the edwardian era <laughs> writing a letter idiots i don't think he did <laughs> i don't know we... <laughs> and... so yeah so obviously they're, they're they're now looking for the lost city of gunt and <laughs> That's Jesus. that's taking up a lot of their time. They meet a tribe of, of rubbish gorilla puppets, and it seems like, hey, perfect for Amy. But they don't like her fancy city talk, so they reject her. Oh. God, what is she now? She's not a human. She's not a rubbish puppet. She's nothing. <laughs> Isn't that what a monkey is? You're, you're neither human nor rubbish puppet. <laughs> this is the ru- most rubbish, rubbish puppet I've ever seen. It's a monkey, mate. Get out of the zoo. <laughs> Look. You say, oh yeah, you say humans and uh, and uh, and rubbish puppets are linked, but where's, <laughs> where's, the proof? where's the missing link? Why are there still rubbish puppets then? <laughs> <laughs> Look, they find the they find the lost city of Zagina, and yeah. um, which could probably be more impressive if we hadn't already seen Bruce Campbell and John Hawkes find it in the intro. But it's still very nice. Yeah, it's still Look lovely. It. Oh, it's, it's lovely. An set. Yeah, and they go in and they leave um, Comet Relief guy from True Lies outside. Which is a shame, really, considering his range. <laughs> uh, uh, genuinely, it, there was a hippo attack just before that, and it did remind me that he exists. Yeah. <laughs> because Thank they you. cut to him going, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. It did exactly what was needed to remind us that he was there. <laughs> he has an excellent bonding sequence with some random guy. So do you, do you speak English? Yes. What's your name? Claude. Claude? That's an unusual name for somebody from, um, where, where are you from? Mombasa. Mombasa? Wow, that's an unusual name for somebody from Mombasa. Have you ever been to Mombasa? Uh, no. Then what do you know about it? Yeah. Uh, loses Amy and then gets killed by a different rubbish puppet. A oh, b- no. bad one. Ah! Oh, shit. Well, I guess it's time for everyone else to start being picked off then. And yeah. uh, they, they do, yeah, Tim Curry finds a diamond. He says some stuff with his amazing accent. <laughs> And then he yep. dies. The the no! ridiculous ape, uh, gorillas come back. The apes yeah. is, and they they club him to death in a sort of it's it's implied from a cutaway, but um it's it's yeah. like h- horrifically violent in by implication. Yes, it's it's implied his head gets caved in. Yeah, which is dreadful because you know it was his hubris. Yeah, it was his he hubris. He went after the diamonds, and he didn't realize that he was the real treasure the whole time. How how ironic <laughs> that, to, to realize that, and then. To be killed right in the hubris. Oh God! Yeah. They find dead Bruce Campbell. This is a terrible day for everyone. <laughs> and um, Laura Linney, luckily she uh, lucky Laura Linney. <laughs> I didn't even try to do it that time. 
Lucky Laura Liddy gets um, two badass one-liners and then lasers some fucking monkeys. Yeah. What the hell are you doing anyway? What am I doing? I'll tell you what I'm doing. We're getting out of here. We are. What about them? Put them on the endangered species list. What the hell is that? The latest thing in communication. Power of diamonds, yeah. yo. <laughs> the rest get killed in lava. Why wasn't this the movie? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it's most of my quick fires. <laughs> and uh yeah and we get we get to the end as as mount doom just crashes yeah. into the movie and and amy yep. finds some uh, some silverbacks and oh. like oh i'll shack up with these twats <laughs> yep she's found some bad puppets who aren't absolute dicks so she's gonna stay behind yeah uh it's very sad for uh not dave gutenberg she does just fucking disappear as well it's like look other monkeys bye <laughs> yeah. gone. Oh, you got um, okay well at least i've got laura yeah. linney sweet trusting nope. laura linney <laughs> No way you're getting Laura Linney after this, you piece of shit. <laughs> Tony Hudson's back there just polishing his dick. <laughs> Everything. Everything's going to work out the way it meant to. It's meant to. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it probably does, the end. Although, she might not. She might just live life as an independent woman with her laser. Oh, yeah, she blows out the satellite because her boss, oh, yeah. um, who is also well... the father of the guy who, who died, um, doesn't doesn't even have the, the, the guile to pretend to care about his son <laughs> just to get the diamond. I have bad news. Charles... He's, he was killed. Did you get the diamond? Yeah, he subtly, subtly let slip that he only cared about the diamond, <laughs> in spite of the fact that Laura Linney explicitly told him yeah. that he was gonna, that she, what she was gonna yeah. do. That's how she learned that lasers were all she needed to fix the world. But what can fix her heart? Lasers. Ernie Hudson polishing away. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last line is, um, I hope the wind blows us someplace good. Well, based on this film's depiction of the rest of Africa, I wouldn't get your hopes up <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah, so that was Congo. Yeah. Paul, what did you think of Congo? Oh, felt kind of dated. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think it was dated by the standards of the time, seeing as yeah. they were trying to... It, this is a 90s movie adaptation of a 70s book that was harking back to a Victorian novel. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> and it does feel like that. You see those stages. Yeah, but it's all <laughs> unintentionally so. Uh, and... Yeah. Uh, uh, you got the control center and things like that. You know, like I, when we mm. uh, we were rewatching Battlestar Galactica recently, uh, what I found oh, was yeah. this 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 amazing futuristic science like space opera thing. The clothes were all very very late nineties, early noughties. Everybody yeah. wearing those specific shirts that people wore with jeans when they went out to to bars. And this <laughs> this, this was a similar feeling. Just it was just beige mm. slacks and pastel shirts and Tim Curry. Yeah. Um, and, and and on top of all of that, it was you know, uh, other than the fact that it was, Curry just there. yeah, on top of on top of Tim Curry, it was uh, <laughs> just it, like echoed peak lawnmower man at times. It had very baffling <laughs> feelings, yeah. very weird mixed emotions of like I, mm. this film I felt was like being pulled apart by horses. There's there's, there's crazy violence, <laughs> and then a yeah, a, a gorilla smoking a cigar and and drinking a martini, <laughs> and yeah. and then and then just the like the rubbishness of just the the, the rubbish writing of, of this kind of movie, and it was yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. I've got to say because it was it was dumb and yeah. it had a lot of big comedy moments that it reveled in. Yes, I lived for those moments. Yeah. I did find there was a bit of a flat line in between the moments. Yes, it was like a a. a a bland pancake yeah with like a handful of raspberries flung flung throughout it that you'll hit every yeah. now and then yeah not even banana <laughs> like a sour a, uh. a sour fruit <laughs> and yeah it, <laughs> the shame of it <laughs> how dare you it, but it had um it, it did have some really big silly moments mm. uh but yeah you're right it, the apocalyptic stuff at the end Mm. was was, was yeah. really interesting and fun and it looked quite I good surprisingly it picked up for me just about the point when they arrived at the lost city of minge and yeah. it's like why wasn't this like we could have done that quite quickly all the stuff of journeying through the jungle i get the idea it was meant to be sort of perilous and you know they encounter a giant hippos that attack them and it's meant to be yeah. the mystery of the you know well essentially of the orientalist they must have had a word for that for how victorians perceived africa but it's the same thing as orientalism it's just you know all those dragons and weird shit down yeah, there don't yeah. go Ooh. Ooh, dancing Ooh. black people <laughs> you don't know what's in those forests yeah so you know it was all of that but it just didn't have the exoticism and what i kept thinking actually during it is 
why isn't this the mummy? Why isn't this Brendan yeah, Fraser's mummy? 100%. Yeah. Um, and I think you've got fairly uninspired direction. And you can compare yeah. it to the way in which Spielberg directs like forest stuff in even yeah. the, the Lost World, you know. Yeah. Whatever you want to say about that movie, it looks gorgeous. And the way he films the jungle is very exciting. Yeah. You know, and absorbing when you're a kid. Yeah. This kind of looks like a TV movie. <laughs> very basic yeah. setups and very obvious sets in some places. Yeah. And there's no canniness to the script either. Where mm. the, the mummy is full of quips and it's all very knowing. And yeah. the, the characters are immediately likable. Not Kurt Russell is not yeah. a very likable dude. He, no. he, he sort of defies sympathy for about yeah. the first 80% of the movie. And, and, and yeah. he's also not particularly well written. And Laura Linney is, is great because Laura Linney is a very good actor, but she's... That's it. That's what I'm going to say here. Is it's, I think it's weak characters in spite of performance. I mean, yeah. even Ernie Hudson is a fairly weakly written character, but yeah. Ernie Hudson brings so much fucking charisma to this role that was originally yeah. designed for Sean Connery, and it shows. <laughs> okay. Um, he he brings that energy, and what I a think... fucking great second choice. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, it's a short Connery if it had been made in 1979. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think some people really bring their A game. Tim Curry included. Yeah, um, it's a very different game he's playing, but it's definitely the A version of it. Um, <laughs> but the characters, the characters themselves yeah. are fairly bland, yeah. which is a shame. You need to invest in an adventure but... story. You've got to feel sympathy for who's on the journey. Yeah, I, I will say the main character. I I, I, mm. I, gen, I do not know the actual name of the guy who played him. Um, well, from... it's interesting you say main character because I noticed Laura Linney's first build, and it does oh, okay. feel like her movie. But then the way in which it cuts to him, I agree, it does feel like okay, that's your intro. Now we cut to main character. Only he's not. Yeah. He's like a side dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this guy, um, his name. Dylan Steve Walsh. Newtonberg. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eve Gutenberg stay. <laughs> yeah, D- yeah. D- Dylan Walsh. I I did like mm. him because he was quite sweet with yeah. Amy. I thought they, like he had yes. some really nice moments. Um, but they just rather they they pitched the character wrong. They 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 pitched yeah. pitched him at the wrong level. It made him yeah. quite unlikable for a long time. Um, and it detract it detracted from his um from the sweetness. I think maybe yeah. He could have been the, the Eve. Is it Eve? Evie from The Mummy? Yes, that's a good uh, sort of gender reversal there. He could yeah. have been the librarian-y kind of yeah. Evie character. And then Laura Linney is your Brendan Fraser. Not going to hesitate adventure. to make a laser kind of character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's there's potential here. But one thing that really got me was a lack of focus. And I think that's yeah. the big difference with The Mummy. And The Mummy, we follow three characters, essentially. O'Connell, yeah. Evie, and um, what's John Hanna's character called? Um Davey, Dave, Dave. Davey, Dave, Dave. They all... It's its largely the three of them. And although different characters come and go, we keep returning to this crucial central three yeah. who are on this adventure, adventure together. Yeah. I, I, there's, it's amazing how much this movie, Steve Gutenberg, I, I, don't, I don't care, um, isn't in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is absent for so many revelations and sort of... Yeah. To the point where it really did feel like he might just be a side character and they just, for some reason, spent a lot of time on him during the but- setting up. They needed a reason for Laura Linney to be able to get to the Congo, and they couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> so we'll so spend a lengthy a, amount of time. Ape. Why not just spend a lengthy amount of time introducing Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his plane. <laughs> and his boat drinks. And have it actually be Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> if we ever cover Jurassic World, it'll be a two-man. Oh, God. God. <laughs> it's very episodic as well, and it's not very memorable. They kind of just meet people yeah. and then move on. Like, yeah. sitting here now, I remember the hippo attack. I remember jumping yeah. out of a plane. Yeah, it's kind of it. Like I just there are no no stakes, and yeah. I, I just didn't care enough about any of the characters except for Ernie Hudson and Delroy Lindo. Yeah, and I, I should have cared like, more when, about when, Amy. Yeah, but again, the tone shifts. The yeah. cigar smoking and martini <laughs> drinking. Mate, is this is this meant to be Dunstan checks some in sort of goof? Yeah, is it? Is it? Because I don't know anymore. Is it... And so so when there's peril, there's no. Yeah, I, I don't care. So I'm like, oh, thank God, I'm. Okay, yeah. that's the end of that episode. Now I need time to to decompress. Yeah. It was just, okay, maybe they will find the lost city of <laughs> Bont soon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, I was kind of passively watching it. But, yeah. okay, so that's it as a good movie. But as a cult movie, you're right. There are some amusing elements. The the rubbish monkey costume uh, with frequent sort of terrible stand-ins did, mm. was fe- quite amusing. 
um, as well as the eccentric characters. And of course, you know, performances like Tim Curry's led to some yeah. very interesting line deliveries that kind of, yeah, yeah, kept you going. But it's not quite enough to make this a so bad it's good movie. I, th- I don't no. think. No, it's 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 still a, an interesting watch. I think because there, yeah. there's enough of that. Huh, really, they, that's what they did <laughs> about <laughs> it. Um, but you're yeah. not going to be. It's not going to spirit you away like a Neil Breen or Troll Two. Yeah, I think it's it's a sort of archetypal bad '90s movie, and it's good yeah. to know what the, that is. The more I think about it, I think the archetypal bad tens uh, movie would either be something like Artemis Fowl, even though it came out in 2020, or something like Men in Black International. Yeah. It's so emblematic of the problems of bad movies at the time. Yeah. And I feel like maybe this is that. You know, another movie I wanted this to be was Anaconda. And if you want to see... You want to see the good version? Well, I suppose I should save it for one better thing. But like the good version of this, where if you do steer it a little more into so bad it's good, you get Anaconda. Yeah. It just didn't have enough of the John Voight type yeah. <laughs> nuttiness. If Tim Curry just fucking spoke up as much as John Voight oh, does, God, yeah, yeah, this would be a different conversation we'd be having. <laughs> and take that as a threat, uh. listeners at home. <laughs> All right. Well, look, positive polls. It's it, you're right. It's a curio. It's it's worth watching for the sort of nostalgia of it, yeah. and because there are some very interesting little elements in there, and maybe yeah. we should get to that. Go on then. <laughs> Quick uh, I like the intro with the sort of African plane and the music. Yeah. Set the scene well. It got me into that. Again, uh, I want to know if there is a word like Orientalist for Africa because it would be very appropriate here. I'll try and find out. Yeah. But it, it is that sort of Western romanticization of Africa. It's very yeah. Lion King. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it got me into the mood. Great. Well, uh, not long after that, when uh, Bruce Campbell is... Uh, thank you for arming me with this knowledge, Paul. Bruce Campbell is <laughs> Skyping home to uh, Evil evil Corp. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, then, and then they die at the hands of a like, angry, loud blur. And they, <laughs> they're trying to get the camera back online. And then mm. when it does come back online, it sort of pans to reveal all the corpses. But mm. we have this shot yeah. behind the camera... Uh, like mm. on this, like it's almost like a dolly just panning mm. with the camera, but behind the camera revealing the <laughs> the corpses. So I guess the camera is the focus, and the corpses mm. behind it are like secondary. Um, right. And it was just yeah, it was just quite an eerie reveal. Mm, it, it, I think I, I guess making the camera the focus lent it a coldness. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I like that. That is good. Mm. I can imagine. I can't remember that shot, but the way you're describing it, I can imagine it, and it's creepy. <laughs> you can imagine it being great. Yeah, I really like the architecture of the building. Yeah, uh, where Laser Corp is based. Oh yeah, it was a very modern architecture, kind of unusual modernist glass structure that I really enjoyed. Mm, nice. Made me think of the mm. National Archives or something. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, modern. When Dylan Walsh, not Kurt Russell, is. Demonstrating his amazing talking monkey. Uh, the there are two women who one of them leans over and goes, "What do you think? Whatever your name is, Belinda." And yeah. the other one yeah. goes, "Spooky." And then it immediately cuts to Tim Curry. <laughs> and you know, obviously they're talking about the gorilla, but but come on, film. Yeah. What are you What are you getting at? And yeah, him fingering his ring and doing his Grinch. Yeah. His Grinch smile from. Oh my God, I fucking oh, love that. Beautiful. <sighs> I'll say in general, the rainforest sounded really great. I love the sort of rainforesty yeah. sounds that they managed to achieve. Always mm. good. I wish it had the suitable sort of romantic visuals, you know, sort of sun shining through the trees, leaving trails and, you know, mist and that kind of thing. But eh, yeah, that we can get. Yeah. Um, and whilst we're on sound, I think there was a very memorable cut on uh, Campbell's scream when he's getting killed. Yes. I think he's got quite a, a full on scream and then the cut away from it very abruptly sort of highlighted yeah. it. I remember that actually. That was good. <laughs> When when uh, Laura Linney and uh, not Kurt Russell are talking outside mm-hmm. the plane, uh, well, they're arguing about whether she go mm-hmm. go with it. Um, yeah. Amy the gorilla keeps saying "tickle Amy, tickle Amy," and it's yeah. kind of ends up in the background <laughs> as they continue arguing. Um, yeah, and that was great. I guess it like it gives it gives Amy a second of like main attention, mm-hmm. and then she just continues. Yeah. And it was yeah. <laughs> That's right. Tickle me. Jungle. Tickle me. Tickle me. It's great. Oh. Yeah. It's very believable for an yeah. animal. <laughs> Just complete lack of compassion for me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm crying. Service me. 
tickle. Um, I'll, I will just have I'll be human later yeah. because what yeah. a line. By the time the investigation's over, are you human? I'd be human later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be reasonable in a minute. <laughs> you massive bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm crazy, am I? <laughs> well, how'd you like this? <laughs> um, yeah. He he was he was great in general. Just. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't know if he was the villain in that one Bond film. I think he was an ally of Bonds in two Bond films. Oh okay. Well, (laughs) always a bridesmaid. (laughs) One day you'll get to be the villain. (laughs) It's the secret origin story for you. (laughs) No one's ever going to pick up on, except for us. Subscribe. Shit, you have to watch every '90s movie to pick it up. (laughs) Yeah, you can't just watch Bond and then Congo. You you really do have to put the hard yards in, guys. No, there's there's a clue in the crying game. I think that was the eighties. Yeah, I blanked. I panicked. I blanked. Whatever. I think we should move on. Okay, let, let me let me try again. M. Uh, no, it's definitely not nice. <laughs> Fuck. Nothing. Hold on. Those were the only four movies of the nineties. Now I think of it. <laughs> Two of them weren't. <laughs> Two of them weren't. One of them was from the eighties, definitely. <laughs> one of them was M. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> so I think one of the Bond movies was eighties. <laughs> I think it was a gold, golden eye, and the one before it. God, I know. Correct I, me, fans at home. I have no idea. I, I don't <laughs> even know what Bond am. <laughs> I'm Bond. James <laughs> Bond am. <laughs> Brain. <laughs> um, Ernie Hudson is fucking great. Uh, yeah. Just for many, yep. many reasons. Uh, but his entrance, and then I think he has the line. Relax. You're in better hands than you should be. Yes. Yeah. Fucking great. <laughs> Just, you know okay, what, Mr. Hudson. <laughs> when he gets a gun out and points it at the guy and says, Thank you. Now run away. Oh, come on, man. Run away. Yeah. My God. I would have <laughs> done anything that man asked of me. Um, and then later, actually, yeah. another running away thing. Maybe it's a callback. Shit. When <gasps> they encounter the gorilla that charges at not Gutenberg, he says, you know what you ought to do, right? And he's like, um, yep, just hold my position. And then, you know, he does that and it pans around and everybody's gone. And, yeah. um... Ernie Hudson just emerges and says, Where'd you go? I ran away. Sorry. <laughs> all, all the stuff with uh, one of the armies in the Congo. Um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, I was going to say a lot of pretty good moments. A lot of good moments. Yeah. Um, for a lot of the time when the soldiers are talking in whatever crazy foreign language it is, we don't get subtitles. So it does lend yeah. itself to the panic yeah. of, of not knowing you know what's going on you can get it yeah you get a gist but you don't know specifics yeah when not kurt russell is being interrogated by that stern mm. armament uh mm. along with true lies guy yeah uh, the true lies guy goes oh this is this is pure kafka and then the the interrogator goes who's kafka tell me <laughs> and yeah, then there's a r- yeah a real awkward pause uh let it it's like it's kind of drawing <laughs> attention to it but not really because yeah it goes it, it goes on for just a second too long. Um, <laughs> can we talk about Delroy Lindo, Paul? Yeah, sure. Because for one thing, he's got a lovely sing-song accent. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's it, it's great. It's really reveling in it. Uh, yeah. When, and when they're introduced, uh, and they're made to sit down. Have some uh, coffee and cake. <clears throat> Have some. Yeah. <laughs> and then later commanding them to stop eating it is just yeah. Yeah. really quite fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, look, the line... So name your price. I don't have a price. I'm not a pound of sugar. I'm a primatologist. It's rubbish, but in a way that yeah. I quite enjoy. Yeah. It was the one time I felt like the script was trying to be cute. <laughs> like, that is... Yeah. I can respect that. <laughs> I like cute. Got a lot of time for cute. I got a lot of time for cute. Speaking of which, Daryl Lindo. <laughs> when they, they, they bribe him at the end of the scene. Uh, they oh, take yeah. out a huge wad of cash. Slap it on the mm. table and then slide it along. And there's a silence and then a pause, sorry, and Daryl Lindo just goes, more. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he was having fun. He didn't actually get to go to Africa. Yeah. I think they filmed his scenes in like, um, oh, fuck, it was like California or something. Uh, okay, some sort of, some building that had been built yeah. in the colonial style. <laughs> yeah, and they just put leaves outside. Oh, trust me, loads of old, it's like, oh, excuse me, does, do they make British films anywhere? Yeah, just down the road. Okay, great. We'll find all the colonial shit we need there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think John Pantaleone at one stage just says, um... Fuck if I know. Don't pay to ask. <laughs> I enjoyed that ex- exclamation in this inexplicable family film. <laughs> <laughs> this summer in an, explica- an inexplicable family <laughs> film. And oh, we'll love those. <laughs> the Times. 
Yeah, just called the 90s. I read the newspaper, the Times. (laughs) That was like an attributed quote. Peter Bradshaw. All of this is Peter Bradshaw. End of that scene uh, with Delroy Lindo. There's... There, there was a there was a lot in there, Paul, and 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 yeah. this this bit at the end when he says it's the gorilla that'll get you across the border. Everyone in my country is scared of being in an American film being shown cruel, uh, like shown oh, yeah. being cruel to a gorilla. And I just yeah. I, had, I I stopped. I didn't pay attention to the next five minutes of the movie because I was thinking, <laughs> now is that a reference to something that happened with the movie? Oh. And 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 then the layers <laughs> that my brain was sort of folding in on itself. <laughs> Like the fucking final sequence of Interstellar. Yeah, it was just... You're just flying through it. Yeah, to, to what extent is this a reference to this movie? And then, like, <laughs> does that then... That informs the plot of this movie that then gets them into the Congo? It was it was nuts, and I enjoyed the confusion that caused in me. Excellent. I'm glad that broke you for a few precious moments. Oh, thanks, Delroy. <laughs> there's some very good action when they're fighting the monkeys in the valley. Yeah. There's some... Uh, yeah, there's some good good moments there, culminating in course of the the laser moment. But yeah. there was some decent like gunfighting going on with the monkeys, which I had waited for this entire movie yeah. for something exciting to happen. But there were some fairly decent little exchanges and moments of peril yes. that went on in that sequence that actually yeah got me involved. Yeah. <laughs> Superb. Mm. Like I will I will say the the monkeys the gorillas just being cut to shreds. Oh, uh, by the laser was great. It was very satisfying. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's explosive, it was just yeah all, very aggressive. Yeah, obviously an overlay effect for the laser, but then practical effects on the impact that it was having on the monkeys. So yeah, yeah, very good. Big fan of that, and I, w- I will say, you know, as silly as the the mm. costumes were, it was it was nice that they weren't CGI. It, oh yeah, that's always going to be appreciated. It, it, I'd have hated yeah. this a lot more if Amy had been a CGI monkey throughout the entire thing. <laughs> Yeah, with with not Kurt Russell staring just <laughs> off center to, to yeah. where she actually was. And in spite um, of my sassy comment earlier, you don't need a real gorilla; you just need a better puppet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such things exist. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, not in 1995. It's just oh, an wasteland. I'm sure that there was a better one in Baby's Day Out. <laughs> well, there's always there's a better one of everything in Baby's Day Out. We've That's agreed true. this many times, <laughs> including in the past. Joe Pantaleone. <laughs> oh shit! Oh fuck! It comes full circle. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Um, Good night, everyone. Thank you, Joe. Where is the baby? Fuck if I know. <laughs> oh, Joe. Get out. <laughs> Inexplicable family film. <laughs> this summer. They, um, the, the set as well, as, as they oh, were going yeah. into the, the lost city of Zomb, yep. they, uh, I thought, oh, I can't wait to see these huge polystyrene bricks fly everywhere <laughs> when, when they do. Because, yeah, yeah they, they, when they fall, they look like they weigh yeah. uh, less than a fart. Tuppence. Yeah. But but it was fun still watching yeah. the set. Top oh up. yeah, and yeah, my actual last good thing is that there were oh. some very good shots of the vo- of the volcano erupting. Yes. Yeah. It, it, yeah. When the landscape starts sliding about the place and falling into the fire, yeah. there was some really good looking stuff there. Yeah, and I really liked that all that was happening over the the final scene. You mm. know, when they're having their tender goodbye. Yeah. It was a really great backdrop. Just yeah. absolute absolute Armageddon happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, I've got a in the plane just before they do all the the, the hot flare shooting. Mm. Uh, Laura Linney does a very good boot kick on the plane door mm. to to you know send it out. She's yeah. It, yeah, she's booted and it's just a good chunky kick. Yeah, um, she puts her whole body weight behind it. The the corpses of Bruce Campbell and John Hawks oh, are yeah. pretty grim when yeah. when they come across them. They're just mm. you know gaunt and they look like they died in absolute terror. Yeah, it's it was horrible. <laughs> Uh, Yay! So that was great. What about our last good thing, Paul? The last good thing is the arguable MVP of this movie because there were a couple of people here. Yeah. You know, I'd say this was a toss-up with Ernie Hudson in terms of who stole my heart, but it's always got to go to um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. He's got a a brand new accent that you've probably never heard (laughs) before in your life and will never hear again. I suppose there is no point in playing stupid. Yes, but we have a trumping card that they did not have. That gorilla knows where it is. He's got his big face on. It's oh. There were moments here where he made noises that were reminiscent of um, his character in The Shadow. Yeah. Is there a problem? Not unless there's a problem. <laughs> Which, oh, just adore. So, um, <laughs> you, you, yeah, you'll only probably hear his accent one more time in our D&D roulette coming out <laughs> on Patreon. Um, but 
Was is he a foreman now or a three man? Well, or? actually, what if if he was a three man, he would have come up. Home Alone, oh, to... Home Alone Two, The Shadow. Oh shit! Three to a man. Oh, shit, no, 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 the Shadow right. was a the Shadow was a defense. Defense of that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So. Shit. Huh. Twice. Well, uh, I will <laughs> seek him out because no, Pebble and the Penguin. Oh, free to a man. Oh fuck! Shit! He's a three man, everyone. He's a three Tim man. Tim Curry's a three man. I can't believe that didn't show up. I will <laughs> investigate this properly when <laughs> for next week's episode Please. we'll have a Tim Curry intro. <laughs> oh, thank God, dedicated oh, God. to the only man that matters. So yeah, <laughs> loads of In Tim, loads of Tim Curry moments. Yeah. Just uh, to be brief, his opening speech when he introduces himself uh, to, I think... It to... was to the meeting that not Gutenberg was having oh. with some stuffy scientist guy. That's it, yeah. that's it. And as he's introducing himself, the camera is yeah. playing Bay style and like beneath him <laughs> as he speaks. And the majesty, yeah. and, like, the ridiculousness of that is peak level. Like an Easter Island stone head he is revealed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of his and, monumental yeah, he's, accent. He's got his incredible accent. It's 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 all over the place. Um, oh, and, yeah, and then yeah, he, what he, else? We've got um, when the guy says, "Maybe the mines ran dry." No, no, the diamonds are here. <laughs> um, he's just an incredibly charming man who's really good at playing someone who's not at all charming. Just an absolute yeah. charismatic toad, and I saw <laughs> that about him. Yeah. There's one moment, and maybe this is a moment shared between the two greatest mm. people in this movie, Ernie Hudson and Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah. And um, Tim Curry says something, and Ernie Hudson laughs like, mockingly. <laughs> have your laughing, and I will have mine. And 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 just that ex- that one exchange is a, is a sign of what this movie could have been. Could have been just two wonderful men <laughs> laughing at each other. Mate, there's a three-hander between Tim Curry, Ernie Hudson, and Laura Linney. Yeah. You won't regret anything. Kill all the other characters in the plane crash, including Amy. <laughs> Fuck it. And, then, and just have them be adventurers. Yeah, and then just call it threesome with those three guys in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, that's quick firing. So, yeah. Paul, what did the OG team have to say? Oh, we had a few responses from the OG team, Paul. A few? Yeah, I know. Okay, Chris Attaway. He says, Yay! the book I have doubles up with Jurassic Park. So that's good. Ooh. And there's a picture of it. Yeah, it, it's Jurassic Park. And Congo under, underneath it. Oh, what? Is it a double printing of the book? Two novels in one volume. Michael Crichton. Wow, I used to have that shit. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> book Novels do not benefit from being sort of box setted together like that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read this in bed, but my wrists are so sore. <laughs> the complete dickens. <laughs> <laughs> I remember trying to read SPQR in bed. Uh, it was horrendous I had a chronic neck injury at the time And it was just oh, It was not helping He continues I got it from a charity <laughs> shop And it had this note inside Which is nice It, it oh. says And it says To dad Happy 49 Lots of love Hayley Aww. Dave Alex Aww I know That is so cute I wonder if it was released in the 70s And that the dad is no longer with us Aww Aww. Why'd you have to bring it down? <laughs> I'd prefer that, to be honest, given <laughs> to, um, what can I throw down the fucking charity shop today? <laughs> yeah. This old shite. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Scrolling down past all the horrendously depressing trending uh, hashtags. <laughs> the uh, Around the Galaxy uh, AT- ATG cast said, The amazing Miss Misty Roses is Amy in this movie. Ah. Uh, she later went on to play Quill. Uh-oh. And Frog Lady, thank you, in the Man- in the Mandalorian. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Wait, cool. so this is the 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 person doing the physical performance of Amy? Yes. Well, that's good stuff. I c- I can fault the puppet. I can't fault the performance. It was a very yeah. very good kind of physicality that could only yeah. have been beaten by beaten by that fucking guy from uh, the Square. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a different energy. Terry Notary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Notable Terry Notary um, would have um... no notably notorious Terry Notary. Ow! <laughs> that um, would have been a fucking horrendous um, movie. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I'm glad they got that lady from the Mandalorian. Yeah, not um, that one. Thanks for that. And uh, uh, mm, it's either going to be Neil or Niall, and I'm really sorry. Uh, oh. But I've met people who pronounce it both ways. What are they like? <laughs> so Neil Niall Bryden. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Brian 15 hmm. said, Ernie Hudson, he's always the best in everything he's fuck in. Fuck yeah, he is. And I really did mean what and I said, that I yeah. wish he had been in more shit, because honestly, Ghostbusters, yeah. the hand that rocks the cradle, and this, I'm struggling to think of more stuff that I've seen him in. And that's maybe my fault. Maybe I need to go on a Hudson-a-thon, because my God, the charisma of the man. 
It's definitely Ernie Hudson's fault. <laughs> he should have been way more prolific and fought <laughs> against a Hollywood system that was stacked against him. Yeah. It's the least oh, Mr. Geniality? Done. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Yes, he was the detective in The Crow. Okay, I'm feeling better about um, my experiences with Ernie Hudson. That's all the Congo wanted to achieve. Going over to Patreon. Jem <laughs> Newlin said, I've never seen Ooh. Congo, but a friend once showed me a scene of rampant animal cruelty with laser guns, and I was both amused and horrified. It was fucking amazing, my friend, I assure you. It... <laughs> I don't know if there's much more to be gained from watching it in context, but just be reassured that those monkeys all had it coming. There are enough, mo- enough moments throughout the movie to, to keep you semi-interested uh, <laughs> bef- up until that moment. And then in the moments, yeah. that the down moments, you get a pizza... And then you can have a slice every time there's a dull moment. <laughs> and you'll have eaten at least one pizza by the end. I mean, to be honest, it's pretty relentlessly entertaining from there, then on, so I don't yeah. think you'll regret your decision. And then finally, Mark Reed, wonderful patron, uh, Mark mm. Reed said, isn't that where they drink on bongo? And that made me laugh when I read it this morning. <laughs> so <laughs> thank, you, thank you very hey, much. We can all appreciate the uh, intricacies of British advertising from the, <laughs> from the 1990s. It's still America that I don't understand. <laughs> and that's it thank you Absolutely. so much that makes perfect sense thanks OG team. thank you okay let's do the one better thing yeah the one better thing goes about saying you should see the mummy yep. if you haven't it's fantastic yep. really great movie i was trying to figure the last time that i was really invested in the sort of romanticism of the, of the forest or the jungle mm. as a setting and i remember being really struck by embrace of the serpent ah, okay. and i could have sworn i've spoken about this before but i did look through um, the incredibly long list of uh, oh, yeah. one better things that was compiled by Lucy May Clipsham. Thank you very much. Yeah. And the only time it's mentioned in there was as an honourable mention for the list of uh, the best of movies of 2016. So mm. I don't think I've talked about it for f- before, but it is a, a fantastic film. It's a split uh, chronology thing of two men who hired the same guide to take them through the rainforest. Mm. Uh, one as part of an initial exploration of the, the sort of... Um, Uh, Amazonian jungle Mm. and then the other being someone who came much later after the Europeans have very much firmly established a foothold in this this country Mm. and so their journeys kind of mirror each other as the same guide is making the same journey twice and it demonstrates the sort of difference that the West has made on this place and it's just an absolutely astonishingly beautiful film that really invokes the rich beauty of the jungle whilst also kind of being split into these kind of um, Herzogian vignettes mm. of uh, eccentric characters that they meet along the way. Um, very compelling, very hypnotic. Yeah, a real a real classic that I continue to think about six years later. Ah, great. I obviously had The Mummy and uh, Anaconda uh, both worth watching. Oh, if you Anaconda, haven't already. that was the other one. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, nevertheless, you've got The Grey uh, for a good piece of existential mm. dread as you watch Liam Neeson and friends try to evade the wolves that are hunting them after a plane crash. Uh, yeah. Or because I probably I think I've already recommended that, and uh, because you might want a more <laughs> schlocky kind of fun, you got Neil Marshall's oh, yeah. Dog Soldiers, uh, <laughs> a British movie. Yeah, a British movie <laughs> about British soldiers soldiers being hunted by British werewolves in the Scottish Highlands. <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Yeah. I haven't watched it in ages. Yeah, it's it's fun and gory and dumb and stupid and gory, and yeah, it's it's well worth a watch. By the night by nineties standards, it's a family movie. So. Uh, should definitely watch in it. In France, it was shown under a PG certificate, and, uh... <laughs> with a with a big slice of cooked brie <laughs> delivered to every child <laughs> to uh, help calm their nerves and uh, yeah, slow their hearts. Excellent. So those are the one better thing. Yeah. The one better thing. Paul, how could people find out about one good thing if they wanted to? Well, they wouldn't want to, but if they did want to, which they won't, then they can yeah. get onto Twitter and uh, Facebook, which they won't. At OGT Pod. They can send us an email at Gmail, which they don't want to, uh, OGTPod at gmail.com. <laughs> or they could just keep listening to this episode. Oh, you haven't. Okay. <laughs> mustn't, no. mustn't be so negative, people. Prove us wrong, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I assume your name is also Paul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise, why would you be listening to this? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I can't gen- relate to people not called Paul. Yeah. And likewise, I just can't see the appeal. To anyone else other than uh, the, the unfortunate shares of our name. Yeah. Rather unfortunate. <laughs> poor, poor, unfortunate. So we also have a Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get exclusive access to content, exclusive access content. Um, this next week, we've got the D&D roulette coming out. Oh, D-roulette. man. 
yeah. which was has been amazing. It was so much fun, yeah. and uh, will surely pave the way for similar stupid japes in the future. Yep. Uh, <laughs> can't wait to show everybody. Uh, we will at some point finish Tom Hanks's Perfect World, but I think the best yep. way the best way to cover <laughs> that completely. Uh, uh, confusing and hysterical plot re- recounting <laughs> is to forget about it for a few weeks and then try and piece it all back together at, uh, on the spot. Look, Return of the Jedi was like six years later, you know? So They didn't go back and watch Empire once. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> so that's why that movie is as crazy as it is, and I respect that. And that's what you can expect from Tom Hanks' Perfect World. Uh, we'll also obviously have more of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Cut and Raw Sneak Peek preview exclusive content access oh, uh, exclusive. very, very soon. S- Yep. But uh, absolutely. Yeah. But with my necessary uh, taking some time off of uh, the insane mm. world, that surprisingly had to take take some of a hit. <laughs> Look, but we're coming. not saying that Texas Chainsaw has broken one of the pools this year, but um, the other one's not looking too fresh either. So yeah. <laughs> check it out whilst you can. <laughs> but I've got to go and change my diaper. Let's get through this horrible year together. I'm Paul Diaper. I'm getting through this horrible year together. <laughs> and remember, the one good thing about this horrible year and Congo. It's just Tim Curry yeah. doing what Tim Curry is going to do all over you. Whilst Ernie heard some watches and smiles with his big old cigarette and says, Nice.